0: Listening to Revelations Radio News with Andrew Hoffman and Tim Kilkenny, a listener-supported podcast located at revelationsradionews.com.
1: We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. For well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy
2: have before us the opportunity to forge, for ourselves and for future generations, a new world order. Either you are with us,
3: or you are with the terrorists. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures, he leadeth me beside the still waters.
4: In the house of the Lord Forever. Forever. Podcasting to you from the landlocked town of Edmond, Oklahoma, where it is no longer quite as hot, but it is still sunny, I am one of your hosts, and my name is Tim Kilkenny.
5: And podcasting from Piedmont, Oklahoma, God's country,
4: I'm Andrew Hoffman. <laughs> man you're 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 fitting right in adopted the monikers and everything yeah so tomorrow's like a it's like the super bowl of football tomorrow but i I didn't think anybody i think it's been years since uh oklahoma and texas each have a loss going into the oklahoma texas game uh oklahoma of course with two you know eh, it's unfortunate but you know i think it's i think it's good to be snapped back to reality a little bit uh Way too much changeover in the last eleven months. You can't. You can't. Yeah. Oklahoma has two losses. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Ho- hopefully you're not updating me as though I don't know that painful uh, depths of every part of my heart. Yeah. <laughs> it's just getting curb stomped
5: by TCU. Yeah. And Kansas State. Yeah. So. Yeah.
4: Well, I think so. Kansas State is good. I think Kansas State's no. really good. No, they're not. You don't
5: think so? No. Yeah. They barely beat like some Division three team the week before they beat Oklahoma. So yes, uh, it was Tulane, uh, yeah. but like I said,
4: yeah, yeah. I think that it's, uh, it's good to be. snapped. Uh, highway
5: there. sign, you know, official freeway sign, uh, warning you of accidents or what have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it said, uh, you know, go slow. Or, you know, take it easy going to and from the game. Uh, Beware. uh, What was it like? Beware drunk drivers and longhorns was something. Ah, there
4: you go. Warning for longhorns. I think it's a good thing to get snapped back to reality. There's been way too much change over in Oklahoma. I mean, there's so many transfers in, transfers out. I mean, it's like a free agency nowadays in college football. And then you had the entire coaching staff leave, you know, it was just 10 short months ago. So it's good to get kind of snapped back that like, oh, yeah, this is not going to be super easy to try to pull this whole thing off. (laughs) Yeah,
5: the the easy transfer portal deal is interesting. Right, right. You got whole, you know, there's like 15 former Oregon Duck quarterbacks still playing college football. It's kind
4: of... Really, yeah. Cause, oh, because of the transfer portal and all that stuff. Yeah, it's something we haven't talked about much in the show. We've kind of moved out of it, but yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. Yeah, Kansas yeah. State ranked number twentieth. I think I think they're okay, but they're just barely ahead of Washington, which got destroyed last week too. So yeah. Oh well. Like I said, good to be uh, good to be. Snap back to reality now as opposed to later in the year when it's completely heartbreaking. Yeah, they could still beat Texas. Texas isn't good either, so... Yeah, no, it turns out that seems to be true as well. Anyway, but like I said, just warning you, tomorrow... Or not tomorrow, I guess it's uh, two days from now, is the uh, big football game around here. It'll be tomorrow
5: by the end of this episode. That's true. And probably today by the time... Hear People it? are yeah. <laughs> listening to the episode. Fair
4: enough. So, anyway, well, we don't usually start off with college football. It's been a long, long time since we have, but uh, yeah, we are uh, moving forward, moving right along. And uh, we just had family visit. We're doing a show a couple days late, but we're we're getting back into it, and uh, we're we're here ready to do a show. Yeah, so, my,
5: my fault had uh, my um, mom and her two sisters out visiting that went very well so it was nice for my my girls to be able to see see grandma again absolutely and and they watched them uh for my wife and i last night so we could actually go out to dinner which was you know first time in i don't know about eight months or so something like that so
4: it was good 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 for you man good work I can uh I can help with that if you need to go a little more often <laughs> once every 8 months I'll try to help. You could always you could always put the kids to bed and then call me. Just be like, "Look, just come over and <laughs> yeah. Just just watch them just watch TV. Just make sure nobody sets the house on fire. I can yeah, I can handle
6: that.
5: Uh, yeah. Yeah, we might have to do that at some point. So,
4: for sure. Well, but moving on to other things what is going like what is the topic it felt like kind of i don't know if it's cuz we were off not off but we were you know a couple of days later doing our show but it just feels like the news cycle a little bit a little bit slow not much happening it's like we're still in this weird in between zone waiting for the other shoe to drop
5: well there's the the hurricane yes which true. i think was bearing down on florida when we did our last show right?
4: Yeah. Or
5: just, yeah. Yeah. So definitely a bad one. They definitely chose to ramp that one up rather than, you know, diverting it out to sea or lessening it or doing anything that could have been done. No, let's just slam it right into Florida. Teach DeSantis a lesson for sending planes of, uh, planefuls of, uh, illegal immigrants up to Martha's vineyard. And then we, you know, we saw, uh, president Joe Biden make some interesting claims and his new claim, which was from this, the hurricane response is spliced in here with a couple of his former comments. Uh, let's, let's listen to
4: Joe Biden, black church. (laughs) Got to give me a little more warning on these things. Let's go. All right. Joe Biden, black church. What was the context of this again?
5: Well, the the third part of this is recent. The first two are <laughs> previous Joe Bidenisms. I got it.
4: Doo, 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 doo. There we go. Uh,
2: I I I got raised in the black church. He knows I'm not kidding. I got my education for real, in the black church. And that's not hyperbole, it's a fact. I probably uh, went to shul
3: more than many of you did.
2: (laughs) You all think I'm kidding, he can tell you I'm uh... I uh, was sort of raised uh, in the Puerto Rican community at home, politically.
1: I just have one thing to say, hang on.
0: Right. There you go. Dance
2: a little bit,
6: Joe. Come on. I'd
5: say So if you're following along, Joe was... i going to start off. Joe was raised in the, the black Christian church, uh, but also but also Jewish. He was also raised in Jewish uh, schools and synagogues and uh, but he was raised in Puerto Rico politically
4: <laughs> well is it according to his Wikipedia he was also raised Catholic so the rare Catholic Jewish black Puerto <laughs> Rican you know no. <laughs> they exist but there's very very few of them We're lucky enough to have one leading our country this is good yeah yeah this
5: is. You know, totally not just political lies gone, gone ridiculous. I, you can't see it obviously, but if you you should look up the video of the Puerto Rico thing because Jill Biden is in the background cringing as he's saying
4: that he's Puerto Rican politically. Oh, uh, yeah. the uh, the way I even found out about this clip. I think I saw another clip that was going viral and it was just some Puerto Rican guy like from Puerto Rico, like calling him the worst president in history, a racist, like just cursing his name, saying he's a racist, useless, sold out, crackhead dad, like just went on and on and on. I was like, wow, this guy's really mad. What's What are we, what are we talking? Why is he, What is? how is this video going viral? What's happening? Like, oh, cool. He claimed to be Puerto Rican last night. That's good. Yeah. There's
5: that, and then the um, the hot mic f bomb, which they put out on purpose to try and distract from the other disastrous comments. The Puerto so, Rico comments, yeah. <laughs> like,
6: oh well, yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, since don't
5: since f with the nobody f's with the Biden. Like, what does that mean, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, they don't send the hurricanes to Delaware? Is that what you're saying? Uh,
4: yeah. yeah, I mean, we'll, uh, we'll 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 send it in. So. One of our favorite, uh, you know, friends of the show. I've never seen this show. I know you haven't either. I could just guess, Uh, but uh, this kind of makes me want to watch it. But uh, old Julie Louis Dreyfus is doing a show called Veep, where it looks like she's Mm. a completely useless vice president. But she's super nice and just is trying to fill her time. I don't know. I don't. I've actually never seen an episode, but it seems to be The Apprentice. Somebody well, did well, and this has been around for a few years, right? The show, yeah. Oh yeah, the show's been around for a while. Yeah, no, it's a, yeah. it's a pretty big show. I think it's on HBO. So, but uh, what hasn't been around for a few years is somebody cut uh, her trying to buy time while giving speeches in this uh, this HBO show side-by-side uh, side with, <laughs> docu- t- with Kamala's actual speeches. And
6: uh, there's, there's some similarities. My fellow Americans, <laughs> words have many meanings, and sometimes instead of conveying our meaning, they can suggest other meanings.
0: When we talk about the children of the community,
6: they are a children of the community. Well, we are the United States of America because
0: we are united. And we are states. i talking about the significance of the passage of time, right? The significance of the passage of time. So when you think about it, there is great significance to the passage of time.
6: Whatever we have in store cannot be known. The past was once the future. The future is, I should say,
0: unknown. we got to take this stuff seriously, as seriously as you are, because you have been forced to have to take it seriously.
6: Obesity is a serious disease, and it needs to be taken seriously. You need to get to go, and need to be able to get where you need to go to do the work and get home. I hope that clarifies the issue, and this can be the last word on those words.
0: Certain issues are just settled. Clearly we're not. No, that's right, and that's why I do believe that we are living sadly, in um, real unsettled times.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I I was personally offended last week because I knew we weren't doing a show, and she was putting out just ridiculous, you know soundbite after rid- ridiculous soundbite. And I'm like, I can't even. It's every, These are going to get played, you know, a thousand times over before we do another
4: episode. So, I, Is there anything better than Camilla uh, commenting on NASA? Like doing, doing yeah, Na- she's just, NASA commentary? <laughs>
5: she's promoting NASA even when she doesn't have to. There's, You know, some poor military police guy. Have you seen the James Webb telescope? No, ma'am. Well, it's amazing because it looks billions of years. It's so amazing. <laughs> you should really look it up. Like, we've invested lots of money into
4: it. Like It's just like,
5: oh, let me out of here.
4: Uh. I I was uh, at the grocery store uh, earlier today. Which one? Uh, actually, it's Trader Joe's. They actually okay. have. They have one here. It's down in uh, Oklahoma City. But I had to. I I noticed something when I was in there. Uh,
6: prices have gone up.
4: So I wasn't able to get quite as much as I wanted, because <laughs> you know, yeah, the prices have gone up down there. So, uh, no, we went to Trader Joe's because it's weird because it's like it reminds us of the Northwest or the West Coast a little bit, but without like the homeless people outside. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah
5: Still there's, able to there's get some, a there's some a Winco around too you know
4: I've heard I've heard, yeah. heard. it's yeah. a ways away but yeah there's also a Costco which uh yeah Costco Costco is usually what happens around here when people get hungry so <laughs> so it's a it's a busy Costco too yeah. no, it's not. It's Costco's. Every time we go there, we're like this Costco. It's like Costco in Seattle is d- did like complete disaster from open to close. Here we go and It's like you just like park anywhere. It's like, this is amazing. Oh, really? I, I've driven by that place with the looked like the whole parking lot was full. Yeah, the parking lot's small. It's not. Oh, that, is it? Yeah. For, for Costco, park everybody park. around here goes to Sam's. I think it's a Sam's type of area, but. I don't know why we're we're off to some uh, <laughs> some riveting stuff well, today. You want to jump into so, something a little more serious? Then? Yeah, what what I was gonna try to tie the settled
5: part of the Camilla clip, uh huh, is to something that we haven't talked about, and we we've got some good emails lately, uh, but it we did really make have. me it it did make me realize that there's stuff that
4: I don't know if we just like assume everyone knows it.
5: Yeah, we, that's we a good point. Shouldn't
4: that's a good point and we have been doing the show a long time and there's very few people who have been listening this entire time yeah so there is so a the, lot of backstory and stuff that we've covered in the past or that we both agree on that yeah or know about that is not explained so
5: this um, the settled thing reminded me of climate change sure because we we are both old enough t- <laughs> to remember when climate change was global warming yep And when there was actual debates about... Oh, here we go. Is this stuff legit? Is it... You know, and you would have pros and you would have arguments. Now, usually it was slanted where you'd have the one person portrayed as a crazy versus five people arguing the pro-global warming side. But there was at least debate. And what happened was uh, basically the... uh, Truth, you know, alternative viewpoint was winning. Climate Gate comes out, yep. makes a complete fool of them. And Climate Gate, for people that don't know, was a, basically a set of emails saying, um, How do we hide the, you know, how do we hide all the evidence yep. that contradicts what yep. we, what our, ad, you know, agenda talking points are, which was the hockey stick? Yep. You know, look how fast it's warming. The only thing that explains it is. Increase carbon dioxide. So, what they did was they just said,
4: "It's settled." Yep. That there's is the, no more debate. That is the propaganda trick that they pulled. Yep, and, and I mean, and some of those emails are straight yeah. from Michael Mann, and and also yeah, the, I think the guy I, who created the hockey stick yes, wrap. Yeah, I, around here somewhere on some hard drive, I have the entire. <laughs> the entire email. The job. entire set of emails. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Because I I've wanted. I remember. I remember when that happened. I, I found yeah. that I, back then Reddit wasn't completely uh, captured, <laughs> and I was on like the conspiracy Reddit, and someone came in and was just like, "Sell all your green energy stocks." that you know that just. Climate gate just came, or you know, the climate emails have been hacked, and look what they did. And this was it was awesome. It was an awesome moment in history where hackers went in and did something for real. They actually hacked East Anglia's, you know, server and got all the emails and showed that this whole thing was such a huge fraud. Yeah. And they did their best to cover that up, but I don't know. I guess that was kind of when I started to re- realize that we were kind of too. Two different Americas, kind of trudging along, and one was like <laughs> w- believing whatever they find on only what they find on mainstream media, and yep. the and the other was like you know willing to consider stuff that was on the internet. Yep. Well, and so Tim Ball,
5: who was uh, really a, I remember listening to Tim Ball interviews on the Alex Jones show, and then with James Corbett,
4: and, and with he, friend of the show Julian Charles. Yeah. several times where he talked about his faith by the way christian of course was
5: it well okay maybe it was julian charles because i was thinking was he on Future Quake? but uh, it must have
4: been i think it was julian charles and the okay. uh for those who don't know that's the mind, mind renewed and okay. uh I actually spoke to him actually recently the oh, nice. mystery yeah
5: okay so Episode 427 of the Corbett Report is Remembering Tim Ball, because Tim Ball passed away recently. And people should absolutely go listen to the whole thing. I did pull a couple clips. Awesome. uh, Which I I don't usually pull from James Corbett, because I'm assuming anyone listening to our podcast is listening to his stuff too. But uh, there were a couple just (laughs) that was... Flash me back to that time period. Right. And so this is, uh, let's play the uh, Tim Ball uh, Cor- Corbett Report clip two months before ClimateGate. That's important.
1: If you're working in, an ac- in, a, in a lab or in a university and you're playing around with ideas and, and experiments and so on, there's always an academic or, or scientific responsibility. Uh, that you, you have to be able to uh, show your work and explain your work and so on. Uh, and in many cases, that's not being fulfilled. I mean, the, the hockey stick uh, where finally it was tested after how they'd done it was disclosed, saying, you know, we can't, this is wrong. Um, but when you go public, and say, here's the results and this is the truth, then there's a social responsibility that kicks in. And unfortunately, and in some ways if the politician doesn't does it, that's fine because people, the credibility of politicians is so low. And and, and the public understand they're doing it for a political motive. But when you get a scientist going public with it for a political motive, bringing the credibility of science to it, but doing it for their own political agenda, then you have really crossed that line between the scientific responsibility and the social responsibility. And in fact, I'm writing an article right now about a scientist, one of his pieces of information was that the world's warm by one degree Fahrenheit or 0.6 degrees Celsius, in the last 130 years well he's refusing to disclose how he came up with that number and i mean i personally think that that's almost criminal if you are what what are you hiding it's just numbers what, what what's the problem and he actually wrote an email to Warwick Hughes the Australian researcher said you know how did you get this number and he said why should i share that with you it took 25 years of my work and all you want to do is find fault with it that's a scary comment coming from a scientist. He's still blocking it, by the way. He, he's using the UK Met Office to claim that this confidentiality. Now, the public might say, "Well, um, how is this a big deal? I mean, surely there's the raw data, and then you come up. Anybody can get the raw data and, and match his numbers." But. What the public need to know is that there are uh, four major agencies producing global temperature on an annual basis. They come up with different numbers each year. And the number, I remember one year, it varied by 0.4 degrees Celsius. Well, if you're saying 0.6 in 100 years and and each year you're differing by 0.4, using the same data, well, the reason there's a difference is because you don't use the raw data. You adjust, you modify, read, manipulate the raw data. And, of course, at what point are you doing it to get the result that you want? Well, if you're not willing to disclose how you came up with your number, the suspicion has to be, you you cook the books, fella. And uh, and I think if if that number of .6, which is quoted everywhere, uh, National Geographic have it on, the... the um, NOAA, the no- no- American National Oceanographic, they've, on their website, Environment Canada used the number, and yet here the guy that produced it is not willing to explain how he got it. We've got a serious problem on our hands, and, um, and of course what's, what's interesting is nobody wants to come out and say, you cooked the books. But what other explanation can you come up with for not disclosing that information? I mean, it, it, how could it be possibly secret or confidential? The difficulty is, and Tolstoy identified this 100 years ago, you know, that if you've made a career out of selling an idea and to your friends and to your colleagues and to the world, and then you've got to be the one that comes out and says, gee, you know what I told you? Completely wrong. Uh, that's tough, very tough. And um, But if, if we're going to... Uh, if we're going to influence entire energy and economic programs for the world, because cap and trade, Kyoto, all of these things are based on these numbers, there is is a massive, massive social responsibility. and um, unfortunately, there have been enough of these people that have not been willing to accept that and have crossed the line. So it isn't just that. The politicians have politicized science. It's those scientists that have politicized science that are the problem.
5: Hmm. So there you go. Scientism. <laughs> and this is pre ClimateGate. gate. So good. Right. good for him. Good for Corbin. And the episode,
4: definitely worth it. Have you listened to it yet? I haven't. I did re so he played a clip from it it was the climate gate revisited so i did i did catch that one okay which has a big excerpt from uh from dr tim ball in it as well so yep
5: i think the other clip i have uh may have been from that it's talking about the ipcc thing but but um it, it's definitely an episode worth listening to james you can tell that he was personal friends with with Tim Ball, and he talks about that in the episode. It's worth worth listening to. People should check it out, especially if they're fans of, of Corbett. So. For sure. Should we listen to the IPCC terms of reference? Yeah, so I thought this was, was very interesting because I don't remember hearing anyone talk about this, but just think about this in terms of what we know about... Uh, he mentions... I think, outside of this clip, the the Warren Commission, but also the 9-11 Commission. Uh, this terms of reference thing and, and the actual process for how a, you know, consensus, uh, all the scientists agree document gets put together. I had low expectations for government committees and reports and commissions and what have you, but he really goes into some details on how they do it. So the first part of the clip is James Corbett kind of introducing that, and then he he explains the terms of reference.
2: One of which uh, I hope you will be familiar with from my episode 282 on the IPCC Exposed, where we talked uh, at that time, well, he told me at that time, uh, not just about the fact that government run and and sponsored commissions can be cover-ups, but specifically how that can take place. Rather simply, actually, to simply control the ultimate outcome of an investigation is not that difficult. You just have to do a certain thing in order to set up the dominoes the right way. And he explained that process in, in part of the interview that I recorded with him that day and which I'll share with you here.
1: My name is Dr. Timothy Ball, and I have a PhD in climatology from the uh, Queenberry College at the University of London, England. My experience uh, of having chaired commissions of inquiry for government or being on, on commissions of inquiry with government is that commissions of inquiry with government are... There are certain things that politicians love. Commissions of inquiry in one of them, uh, deficits are another. Because with a deficit, they can say, oh, sorry, we can't afford that. But then if they want to do something suddenly, magically, then money' the money's there. With a, if, if there's a problem or a conflict that develops, and it's causing a lot of difficulty for the politicians, they can say, oh, we will appoint a commission of inquiry. And it'll be independent. And uh, that takes the heat off the issue. Well, yeah, the government's reacting. They're finally appointed a commission of inquiry. And then if they don't, of course they say, "Oh, you're afraid to put one on. And, you know, you're hiding something." So okay, we appoint the commission of inquiry. But then what people don't realize is they control the outcome of that commission of inquiry. Now, first of all, they've got the advantage now because if the media comes and say, "Well," What's going on? Can't talk about it. Commission of Inquiry. Wait till their report comes out. Well, that delays usually two, three, four years, by which time all the political heat's off. But more important is they control it by the terms of reference. And the example I like to use is the Warren Commission inquiry into Kennedy's assassination. And Judge Warren was asked about something after. He said, well, why didn't you look? Oh, it wasn't in my terms of reference. He'd been limited by... Those that wrote the terms of reference. And that was my experience. When one of the first cases I was asked to look at, and the minister said, uh, I gave, I said, he said, would you look at this? And I said, sure. And then I get the terms of reference. And I say, I can't work with that. I can't provide you with a proper answer, a complete answer with those terms of reference. So, of course, then the minister said, well, sorry, that's what you got to work with. And I said, fine, then I'm not doing the job. And I'll go to the media and say, you're trying to limit the investigation here. So I could one-up him with that. And so when they set up the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, Morris Strong, who we should talk a lot about, um, he wrote the terms of reference. And the first term of reference was the definition of climate change. And he limited it deliberately to only human causes of climate change. And uh, of course, that effectively eliminated all the natural causes, natural variability, which is why you see them not looking at things like the sun, uh, and and a whole bunch of other other issues. Of course, he then limited it even further in uh, another term of reference that you. He he set it up into three working groups. There was the technical group working group one, which was wrote the science report. And that was 600 of the 2,500 people. The other 1,900 were in working groups two and three. Now, they were inconsequential because they had to accept the findings of working group one, which were already limited by their terms of reference. So whatever their finding was, working groups two and three then said, okay... You, you telling us it's going to warm, we accept that as fact. We now look at the implications of that. And that's where you hear all these stories about, oh the, melt, the, the, oh, the ice is going to melt, the sea level is going to rain. So really, the majority of the report by 1900 scientists is accepting without question the finding of the first group. Now, Strong, it really restricted it even more because well, they, they came out and said, look, the, this report is not to be used for policy. But then they set up the Summary for Policymakers, the absolute contradiction of that. And the Summary for Policymakers is written by a, a, a completely separate group. They write it independent of the science report. They write science reports finished and set aside. The Summary for Policymakers is written and and given out to the media. So, for example, the last report, uh, the uh, fourth assessment report, came out in 2007. The summary for policymakers was released in April. The science report wasn't released till November. The rules, the terms of reference that Strong wrote said summary for policymakers goes back to the science report people and says, make sure your science report agrees with what we've put in the summary. So it's like an executive of a company writing the summary of a report and then telling the employees to find the facts to agree with the summary. It's the most unbelievable process you can imagine.
5: (laughs) Probably not surprising, but I thought there were some interesting details in there. No, absolutely.
4: It's uh, anything from Tim Ball. This should be covered. So,
5: yeah, I think that was. Let's just say I'm much sadder about Tim Ball passing away than the Queen of England. Yeah, yeah.
4: So. Oh, did you hear our buddy Chris Skye's explanation of uh, the uh, funeral over there? No. He's, no, I'd like to hear that. He was. I should. I wish I had it. I should. Maybe I should, I'll try to whip it up here in a minute. But he basically was in the Netherlands giving a speech, and he said, "If you think all those world leaders are getting together to go look at a dead lady in a box, you're crazy. They're all getting together to figure out how they're going to take down the global economy and put us into a, a long-term recession." <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, the yeah, they're not figuring it out. They're getting their marching orders for the next yep. stage. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's belie- believe it or not, it's not Joe Biden figuring
4: out what to do next. Yeah. It may be the king of England, but it may also be, you know, somebody who runs the King of England, or it might be the guy who can, you know, poke the King of England in the chest and tell him what's what's what. Yeah. <laughs> could be could be one of those people. But yep. uh it's probably not gonna be Joe Biden. No. <laughs>
5: Well, the people out there—some people may have seen it already by the time you hear this episode. Um, I no longer have my free subscription to Fox Nation, so I'll have to wait till someone posts it elsewhere online. But Tucker Carlson—the uh, this is someone's tweet summarizing the the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's putting out a, a special called "The End of Men." Okay. He says, slonking, lifting, meat, seed oil, disrespecting, toxic masculinity, we're taking it mainstream, folks. It comes from Dan Lyman. Uh, But I clipped the preview, some of which will work on audio, some of which won't, but
4: uh, you want to play that? Sure. And this is, I think I heard part of this clip where he says, uh, if the the bros had a doctor it would be the drinks raw eggs man have you heard have you heard that part yeah
5: (laughs) i welcome this opportunity to speak to the people of america about a subject which i believe to be most important and that is the subject of physical fitness country is as strong, really, as its citizens, and I think that mental and physical health go hand in hand.
2: There is nothing, uh, I think, uh, more unfortunate than to have uh, soft, chubby, fat-looking children.
3: I hope that all of you will join, and everybody in the United States, to make sure that our children participate fully in a vigorous and adventurous life, which is possible for them in this very rich country of ours.
2: There's been a 50% decline in sperm counts in uh, the last 40 years, along with a precipitous decline in testosterone production. We're headed for a calamity, and that's not hyperbole. It's not exaggeration. It's just a mathematical fact. Would you recommend a uh, young men to tan their balls?
7: To what?
3: as society collapses then
4: you're in hard times well hard iron sharpens iron
3: as they say and those hard times inevitably produce men who are tough men who are resourceful men who are strong enough to survive and then they go on to re-establish order and so the cycle begins
4: again
5: I think that's it yeah so kudos to tucker for having kennedy on there it's great yeah so we haven't even gotten into the the testicle tanning uh, yeah the, there's so much the before, podcast <laughs> there's I, there's uh, so much to twitter there's there's lots of promoters of that i'll put it that way
4: <laughs> but, yeah you laugh you know laugh it off but There's a lot of physical things that we need to do to our bodies before we get to the tanning of our testicles. That might be the last one. But more importantly, maybe talk about what I've been talking about the last few months, which is get outside. Get some sunlight on your face. So start with your face, people. Let's start with just getting sunlight on you before we actually... You know, if we get 10, 20, 30 steps down the road about ta- tanning your balls, more, <laughs> supposedly more, uh, increasing testosterone, I think that, you know, it's more I appropriate think it's, for the neighbors. I think yeah. it's just funny that <laughs> I think it's funny that, it, like, you know, Tucker hones in on it. And this is like a whole way to dismiss the, you know, get fit and boost your testosterone movement on Twitter because they talk about tanning your balls in some weird circles or whatever. But, you know. The message is still absolutely real. What JFK said, they're full of like little puffy, helpless children. That's pretty much what America is full of at this point. Yeah. So, and they're parented by puffy, helpless adults who can't do physical labor, can't do physical almost anything, and need to go outside and need to try to do some exercise and need to look after, you know, your body is a temple that the Lord has given you. You need to take care of it. It's not just eat, you know, fruit snacks and, you know, po- processed American food, stay inside, work from home, work on your laptop and never, you know, never go outside, yeah. get all pale. and and. I
5: mean, I, I think the, the body adapts to whatever you ask it to do. So if you ask it to store calories. Yeah, it will. <laughs> and, you know, attempt not to die while consuming poison all the time that's what it will do but it yeah the results are are not good so i think uh, i think that's that'll be an interesting one um you know my take on tucker is it's always like you always hear it from tucker when it's too late already but uh, we'll see
4: Well, that was one of the things I thought about this last week is I was trying to over explain the mindfulness thing or mind present moment awareness, as our listener said, and he would, he would know, but that was actually a very small part of me kind of pulling myself out of my depression. The main thing was every single day I got up and went to the gym every Mm -hmm. day. And then I got out in the sun. Those two things were the main things. Then there was the possibly sitting still and just trying to shut your phone off and, and and be, you know present moment awareness but we got to, we got a sidetrack with that because you know that it's a weird thing and we talked i'm doing it now talking about it too much now the main thing is get your butt to the gym <laughs> the main thing is do you know work your body out do something but this is it's, well, it's not like it's a- not good and if, if this is a, and this is another thing too and i said this to james corbett when i was on a sh- when i was interviewed or he was on our show or whatever and i, I mean it if this is now going to turn into a war against our health we better start trying harder (laughs) you know we can't just keep eating all the crap that they give us and not try to exercise and not do anything because you know it's we're they're at war we're at they're at war for our health and the more we can stay healthy by doing physical exercise the better i think i saw some some and
5: it's you know physical exercise is good for those of us you know far enough gone where we're in jobs where you're staring at a computer screen all day it's like it, you know men used to have your job yeah. involved physical labor yeah no you absolutely know. it's absolutely. like yeah. it, you know old school farmers laugh at you if you're like oh I, you got to get to the gym and lift weights it's like well i'm i've been shoveling
4: dirt for eight hours you yeah know? When, i'm over all that so. though there's, there's not enough blue collar jobs out there anymore lifting weights is the only way to go and it's for yeah. everybody everybody yeah. should lift weights everybody i'm over all the there's because it, it's all the jobs man all the jobs are staring at a computer screen anymore yeah worse well, even, yet a phone like a phone e- literally a phone <laughs> even farmers if you're a
5: modern farmer you're sitting in a a uh, climate controlled cabin of a tractor with hardcore emf radiation beaming down on you so that your your you know management system can relay what's happening with the fields and what you know how many Bushels per hour you're harvesting and all the rest of it, they they've convinced them oh, you have to have these two hundred thousand dollar machines to to actually probably more than that in some cases,
4: yeah. uh, To be a farmer, it's it's crazy. Yeah, but they still you know they still do more work. Here's the other thing: a lot of people these days don't even have a job. Like the whole basic income, you know, which was the the Stimmy checks and all that people dropping out of the workforce, kids don't want to work. So the, even the ones that do are stuck at home and there, a lot of them are doing work from home type of, you know, remote work and stuff, which is basically you're not too far removed from, you know, the the, the movie The Matrix, the all the humans were plugged into a to a single source and they were used like batteries. We're not too far removed from that. So it's good to turn these electronic devices out off. And let's just not forget the exercise part of going outside. Just go outside. One of the main things yeah. people can do, eat more protein, eat less processed foods and go for a walk. Just go for a walk, walk for 30, 40 minutes a day. Try to eat animal protein, try to not eat processed food and go walk 30 minutes a day. I got a uh, one of those vests that has weights in it. You can put up to I think it's like 40 pounds in it. Just put on a vest oh, nice. with 20 30 pounds in it and then take my 2-year-old daughter for a walk. Killing two birds. She's, you know, cruising along and she's drawing on stuff on with you know sidewalk chalk and picking up stuff and I'm trying to destroy my hamstrings. So it's just I'm 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 all about it, man. I think it's I think it's what's messing with America right now is we've it's life is so easy and they've convinced us that we're just rich the reason everybody's unhealthy reason kids are fat is because we're just a rich nation and back in the old days people weren't rich and they did they had to work for their food that's baloney we are rich but we're rich and we're full of processed crap we're being fed that's garbage we're,
5: we're being yeah we're being poisoned it's intentional it's not an accident everything doesn't go in the same direction accidentally right and you know whether it's the seed oil or you know, all the vaccine poison stuff we've talked about or just the you know it's just i hesitate to even getting, talk, talk. getting the meat out of hamburgers it's yeah. you know I mean? insane it's, like it's insane
4: i hesitate to even talk too much people about seed oils because it becomes almost like if you start with seed oils it's impossible for people to make a change so just start looking like oh everything i eat has seed oil in it like this is useless. I should just give up. It's like no, let's let's move into like let, let's eat less sugary carbs. Let's try to eat more animal proteins. Let's let's progress along. Let's make sure we're going outside. Let's make sure we're doing exercise. Then down the road, let's okay, let's let's possibly start trying to eliminate okay, what does have these seed oils? Let's try to start eliminating those. And then like Years yeah. down the road, when you're in peak physical condition, then we can all laugh about is it better to tan your balls and inc- increase your <laughs> testosterone? but it's it's just like a it's like a fallacy to like logical fallacy to like put that up as first thing like oh they're tearing their balls oh they're nuts everybody they're drinking
5: drinking like 20 raw eggs at once yeah Yeah. throw (laughs) these
4: these guys are nuts i would never do anything like that like no but like let's let's see where they started and where you raw liver (laughs) there is a lot of unfortunately i don't know is it because i follow you the algorithms have like pegged me out like this guy (laughs) wants to see raw liver content i'm like oh no no the no, that's a It's no, it's part of it. It's part of the whole. Movement. Well,
5: I think it's the. Well, I think it's part of the algo too. The algo is saying yeah. like yep. the the get healthy people yep. equals the yep. most extreme version that the the most number of people will find objectionable, and like it's not for them. So I think you're right on there with it's like well the same you know, people let, that let's are eating start with raw liver. focus on can we eat something healthy? Yeah, <laughs> and then we'll talk about whether you know nose to tail <laughs> raw meat is the the real way to go you can
4: always get lost on the details right like oh this guy ugh, ugh, this is wrong you know he's doing it wrong but no i think you're right i think the the same people that are doing the raw liver are the ones talking about so and here's one i haven't even looked into yet maybe i, I probably should but it keeps coming up because this these are the same you know eat raw liver people but the red light this is supposedly you're supposed to have red light bulbs that like boost your testosterone or whatever. It, the it's the well, the white light messes with your brain a little bit or something. Is it the know. white light or the? I know blue light is. I'm sorry, maybe it's
5: blue, but people which are literally is all using electronic screens. So so people use those
4: like red glasses and stuff. To, right, but there's red light. I'm just gonna type it in. I think it's a thing. Boost testosterone. Yeah. Anyway, I don't think that. Uh, John F. Kennedy's talking about roly poly little kids. I don't I don't think that anybody back in those days was like, you know, I gotta boost my testosterone. But now it's really a thing. Well, it's dropped. <laughs> the testosterone levels have dropped. Like
5: your average thirty year old man has the testosterone levels of a sixty year old man of From that time period. Thirty, forty like, years ago, yeah. There's an agenda. It's being done to us. Yep. Red light and,
4: you know. Red light therapy uh is for increasing your testosterone yep
5: so the a couple shows ago and i was reminded of this in i think was that caleb's email
4: recently? um we got a, a, so a lot of uh, emails
5: oh let's see
4: yes well no i don't think it was caleb or was it Kyle? I believe you're thinking of Kyle. Yeah, we got okay. two emails from... We got an email from both Kyles that regularly donate to the show. So, one each. Well,
5: um, I, I said Caleb before. Not, but I think
4: it was from Kyle. We got, we got one from Caleb and we got two, Kyle uh, two from Kyle. in Massachusetts. We got one from Kyle in Massachusetts and one from Kyle in Washington. But yeah, Kyle in Massachusetts. Okay. And Kyle in Massachusetts speaks as though he's the only Revelations Radio News listener in Massachusetts. But he is not. Don't forget they could, they f- could
5: practically have a meetup.
4: Yeah, well, and actually, now you bring up something even... Now I feel really bad. We had a listener right in and it was like, Hey, I live in a small town mm-hmm. and you you guys just had a donation from the same town. And then I oh, did, cool. I failed to hook those people up. I need to do that. It's probably the most important thing I can do. But, anyway. Well, that's... Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah.
5: But uh anyway, so Kyle from Massachusetts said Andrew mentioned he found the ultimate YouTube channel. Maybe I oversold it. Uh <laughs> did the identity of the channel ever get revealed? I didn't see it in the show notes, or I totally missed it. No, you did not miss it. I forgot about it. I'll blame the Lyme disease. <laughs> but uh so I did get a couple clips. So the video that I'll play the clips from. Uh, is Power of Copper. This is from 2015. He put this out. Okay. Now, can you go on, because I did put it in the uh, in the folder there.
4: Uh-huh.
5: Uh, just go to, like, still frame it so you can see the bunker that he's in. Okay. It's kind of important for the, the context. So, Tony, uh, I've got his last name here somewhere, but... And I think he is still live and making stuff, just not on YouTube. Hold on, so I am like, not picking up what
4: we're throwing down. You're wanting me to... Let's see. Desktop. So, the, I think the only YouTube link in the Neva folder... Oh, you're in the Neva folder. I'm looking in... You said in the folder. I'm looking in your clips folder over here.
5: So, the, Just for just for the visual, so you can see it. So, he's... He's in a bunker. He's got stuff over the walls. And he's got, I do not consent to geoengineering. Okay. Uh, showing chemtrails. He's got the whiteboard. And he's got a bunch of burners where he is basically making different things. Mm-hmm. So the background noise is like these burners going. He's oh, like wow. Making Look at this. It's <laughs> a copper. I mean, this is... Like you like oh this guy is crazy, and then you listen to what he's talking about, and he's like, is he crazy or is he? Andrew, like you taking years ahead of his time. You're
4: taking the show, and it's completely. I don't know if I'm comfortable in the direction we're taking the show. Are we going? Am I going to end up looking like this man? I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to be in a situation where I am just like this man. I don't. Just know. in a bunker. Well, the reason he's in the bunker is because
5: he's got more gallons and all the rest of it with the pulling stuff out of his nanotech out of his skin and all really? the rest of it. So he was a, he was an early <laughs> victim of it. Okay. And, uh, copper was actually one of the solutions. So I don't, I don't, think the clips I pulled are specifically about that part of it, but that is in the video if people want to check it out. So,
4: <laughs> so, but, uh, I'm sorry if you already said this, how did you come across this insane man? This crazy looking guy. See, well,
5: you okay so you I showed you the visual first yep. so that's fair okay but let's listen to what he has to say and then tell me whether he's he's crazy or not so the uh, let's I, just do I don't, I
4: don't, I, 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 I'm sure that he's not gonna sound crazy in a minute right aluminum versus copper
2: you got a metallic component in your cells these frequencies have some place to go to Okay, it's like a microwave with with aluminum. Put a little aluminum in your meat and watch what happens. So, receptors. Yeah, we're transceivers now. We're putting it out and we're taking it in. So, copper. Heal some things here. All right. Old medicinal books state that copper is effective against parasites, which it is, strengthens the blood, cleans the arteries, in addition, it is reported to be effective against aneurysms and preventing stroke. And they don't want you to have this. I wonder why.
5: So he he's reading from a paper that's like super old talking about copper, like an academic paper from, you know. 50 years ago. Okay. And, uh, so he's, he's talking about them getting metal into you to make you a, a transceiver again, 2015 talking about chemtrails, and he's talk he talks about vaccines and stuff as well, but this, you know, it didn't start with COVID. This is just the acceleration of a program that's been, been going for a while. And let's, Let's go ahead and uh, play the other clip. It's a little little longer here. Um, oh, wait. Okay, I missed one. Oh, interesting.
4: Yeah, I let's, only have
5: let's, two and three. Now you have... Uh, let's see this is actually it's supposed to be the first clip so Tony from Herbs Plus Beadworks which Got is it. the YouTube channel Power of Copper clip
2: Mr. Warner her. Head of medicine at the University of Kiel successfully used copper sites for over 20 years with more than 1,100 patients with rheumatoid arthritis and other inflammatory conditions. Of 620 patients with rheumatoid arthritis, 65% became symptom-free. Ooh. Is that a cure? can't call it a cure, because I call it a cure. And for some reason, it becomes medicinal. And I don't know why, I I still don't understand how that works because I have not seen one medicine that cures anything. But somehow if it cures something, it becomes a medicinal. What else here? It says, with acute rheumatic fever, 100% became symptom free. Can you get, you are 100% symptom free (laughs) using (laughs) copper, not nano silver. Nano, nano, get some more of that, get brain damage. 100% okay also neuromuscular problems such as sciatica and all you contact me about this neuralgia cervical spine shoulder problems responded very well even short-term treatment a rheumatoid arthritis result in long-term remission and improvements I have seen this just with the other formula the electrolyte formula these complexes are five to eight times more effective than aspirin, but less toxic baby oh, simple see God gave us something so simple to cure so many things and then you got you know what it is Lord giveth in the medical field take it away
4: <laughs> <laughs> Lord giveth in the medical field take it away that's the there truth you know. though isn't it <laughs> it is uh, so. I could use some speaking of working out everyday I could use some shoulder relief they're saying that he's said I can get some shoulder pain relief from copper yeah that's good. Yeah. Well, that's kind of you're having shoulder issues? Yeah, I am a side I've I'm a side sleeper and uh, I've always kind of had a little bit of a sore shoulder in the morning and the longer that, that goes on where I'm sleeping on my side it turns into a little bit of soreness. Well, then I've been working out as well, so lifting weights early in the morning. So yeah, later in the day sometimes the sore could get a, or the shoulder can get a bit sore. Cuz that's
5: the shoulder issue i had is how i found out i had lyme disease oh interesting because it was to the point where i couldn't i couldn't throw you know a tennis ball overhand no yeah so thank thank so good lord i don't have anything like that it was uh it was you know that's what it, what prompted me to to go into the nature path and wow. figure out the lyme disease thing so it's yeah he Give it a shot. Maybe Copper would help with that.
6: Well,
4: I have to play a quick clip because we got a we got an email from a listener, and this actually dovetails perfectly into this uh, clip that we're playing here. Let me see if I could find this email. Dan says, and I don't think I've ever heard from Dan before. This is his first uh, time coming uh, uh, writing in. He says, love the show. Please, please, please play this YouTube clip about Copper. Uh, so I'm going to play this YouTube clip about copper. Nice. Let's see.
3: Your planet has run out of everything, including a safe, breathable atmosphere. <laughs> Your disposable breathing apparatus can no longer save you. Yes, that's it. Dispose of now. Introducing Copperware Mask. The key to unlimited breathing. You will never die. Copperware is reusable, washable with any machine, and contains the full power of copper. Everything you inhale will pass through copper fiber, converting deadly particles into superior copper air. The best thing about this technology of tomorrow, it is available today and tomorrow. It is available on all days. There is a man waiting outside of your home right now, waiting to give you copperware mask. Open the door if you don't believe us. The copperware mask is so precious it requires its own wash cycle. Dry it like a baby. Equipping your copperware mask gives you access to the Fiber Matrix, where you will inhale military programming and exhale combat efficiency. Patrol your designated domestic zone with intense copper awareness. Kitchen secure. Stay connected at all times with other Fiber Matrix users. Flaunt your immortality to those foolish enough to breathe regular air. Safely wander mindlessly through the world and marvel at the gift of not dying. You have already disposed of your other alternatives, so you don't have a choice. Pick yours up today and we will include a two, a nine, and two smaller nines absolutely free. Use these numbers in different combinations to solve puzzles in the fiber matrix and unlock prizes such as off-planet holidays or nutrient packets. But wait. Obtain a higher rank in the Fiber Matrix by recruiting other of commercial ever. with this additional copperware mask. Ask them nicely to put it on, or make them wear it by force. It makes no difference. All users are equal in the Fiber Matrix. You became the full copper man on the outside. Now breathe it in and become the apotheosis of copper existence. Put on your copperware mask today. And breathe the future
5: oh. for eternity. <laughs> so so
4: who Who did that? I can't breathe. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was uh <laughs> Oh that was funny. Um the oral Nauts. never heard of them they do a lot of spoofs on on things but i think they had i wonder what they're spoofing though Well, they had well they're i think they're spoofing all the the now i think so first off this is june 5th 2020 okay so so the masks are brand new Masks in general masks in general but i think because there's like the copper like sleeve things yes the yes yes And so they spoofed that, but they do another one. There's a whole nother one on full body copper system from the Knots, And it talks about, if you remember, uh, they did one on Brett Favre's micro touch laser system for uh, shaving. (laughs) Anyway. uh, But if you're like, I think those baseball dudes, uh, the major league baseball players didn't, wasn't there like a whole five, six year period where they were all wearing like copper, like bracelets you know how, how superstitious yeah. those guys all are.
5: Well, yeah, there was there was copper bracelets and there's, uh, yeah, I don't know how popular they still are, but I I do remember that.
4: There was, yeah, and then there's like the copper necklace, or they had the, they were all wearing these like special necklaces or whatever. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah. now there's the socks and the yeah sleeves and all that. Yeah. Well, I mean, just copper, man. You just gotta breathe copper. That's it. All you need.
5: Speaking of uh, fancy shave kits, there was a... I'll throw in a, a Jocky Lule quote from Propaganda.
6: Oh,
4: perfect.
5: It says, similarly, because of the myth of progress, it is much easier to sell a man an electric razor than a straight-edged one. So there you
4: go. That's... Yeah. Yeah, a regular, just a razor and a little contain little holder. Still the <laughs> most. Your safety s- razor. E. Loul was a
5: fan of the safety razor. I
4: guarantee, Jockey Loul shaved with a safety <laughs> razor, not not Gillette, not Norelco, safety yep. razor. I think that's. I'm not gonna, not gonna argue that. Not gonna take that bet. No, you have to write. You need to write Dvorak and, and Curry and tell them, hey, look. You're always talking about this guy. You're always talking about this guy. This this this, this is the same this guy read this guy. Yep. You, you need to solve this for them.
5: Yeah, it, you know, it Well, I think I don't know if Dvorak's read The Unabomber. No, he's, he's But I know Adam hasn't read Right. Jockey Louell. But So there you go. Anyway, um that that means that you listen to to me more than Curry listens to Dvorak
4: because you actually like read most of the book. Yeah, I did. Well, yeah, I did. I don't remember a lot of it, but I know that it, it was. It's it's a great book. It's very dense. I remember having. It's like not one of those books you're like, I'll just casually read this for five minutes. It's like no, I need to be sitting still and just paying attention to what I'm doing not i've never been a very fast reader we had that clip and then we also had i didn't get a chance to i can't download this to play it how do i download something from soundcloud soundcloud why is it like this but we had a clip of some guy uh of you saying uh <laughs> yeah,
5: that was funny
4: this uh my, my daughter liked that they wrote me out <laughs> i said don't write back uh, all right <laughs> I, I, I ain't right back <laughs> No, he 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 had the
5: the more Anglo version of it <laughs> that I did for Words of Wisdom, but uh, not the not the actual Geno Smith there. But
0: oh
4: man, it was yeah, it was it was you and then me laughing like a like a like a maniac in the background. So yeah, it was uh, with the a cool
5: mix. Yeah, that'd be clip worthy. It's tough to download though, huh? I just oh, I'm, I'm
4: staring at it now. I can't figure it out. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe if well, I, may, maybe oh, will send a second, Wait a, a, a
5: second, I can figure this a out. A downloadable version to play on the show. Yeah. You might be able to just play it from your
4: device there, but. Oh, I just got it. I got it, and <laughs> I have it. <laughs> <laughs> that was. I figured it out,
5: but anyway, uh, are you yeah. gonna play it? You just yeah, try- it up. You might as well play
4: it. I'm trying to, trying to. Just gonna take a second. Just give me. It's just a second. It's got to go to space, Andrew. It goes to space and then where is it? <laughs> Copper masks. That was Well,
5: before you while you're working on that. Yeah. This one the Jared Kushner clip. Okay. So, uh, was talked about with Burmese on Tim Pool, burmese okay. on Jim Tim Pool with uh Luke Rodkowski and, right. and others. And I was stoked. I'm like, "Oh, I'm going to listen to uh this burmese episode because he he's got a picture of the book bitten and he's talking about like oh. bioweapon, okay. you know, and ticks and all that. And it was behind a paywall. So I didn't watch it. So. Um, but Ro- the, Rockfin? No, not the Rockfin. It's on. He's uh, Who's payroll? Burmiss Tim's. Do- no, Burmis is doing stuff for uh, Stu Peters, the or the same outfit that does Stu Peters. Hmm. Okay. So red, like Red Voice Media, or what have you. But wow, it was a premium episode i was like i want to hear the you know the tick bioweapon here's takes on that but uh this is ridiculous I mean, how too much is, how
4: much is the paywall though like how much is it is it like a because i'm i'm willing to pay what five ten bucks for a Burmese podcast but is do i have to like subscribe to some well
5: i don't outfit i don't is know that? if he's still doing i'm assuming he's still doing the rockfin thing so i'd probably just do that before i did this other thing but yeah um, yeah. let's, let's play the Jared Kushner clip where Re- relevant to your, to the ridiculous copper mask, immort- immortality commercial.
2: <laughs> Jared Kushner says he's been trying to keep his body in shape because he might one oh. day become immortal. Kushner, former president Donald Trump's son-in-law said during a live stream this week, he was keeping trim in the event that medical science allows him to live forever. During the stream, Kushner said that he had made it a priority to exercise more after leaving the White House where he served as a senior advisor to Trump. Okay, let's just... Can we, is, it, is this it? Yep, that's it. And, and then finally, I think that From,
1: uh, you know, the last year, the one thing I've tried to put a priority on since I left the White House was, you know, getting some exercise in. I think that there's a a good probability that my generation is hopefully with the advances in science, either, you know, the the first generation to live forever or the last generation that's going to die. And so uh, we need to keep ourselves in in pretty good shape.
5: So there you go, Tim. He's right there with you on the exercise. But uh, so scientists can make us immortal. So,
4: there are adult human beings walking around right now, some of which claim to be Christians, who actually think that that brainiac is the Antichrist. (laughs) There are adult human beings out there who, of their own free will, have chosen to believe that Jared Kushner is the Antichrist. Well, I'll tell you what. I always figured the Antichrist would be... A little if, smarter, <laughs> yeah. This this is the lie that they
5: tell the people in the club, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and have been telling them mm-hmm. for thirty years. Your generations, we're we've got the life extension figured out. Yep. We're gonna you you just have to kill off those useless eaters, and then you get to live on forever and ever. We've got it all figured out, man. Transhumanism, we gotta, you could live forever. It's, and some of them are dumb enough to believe that garbage. And apparently, Kushner put them in that category. Well, and it's I'd not, I better, I better exercise because they're still working on the immortality. It's not even oh, a recent please. lie. So,
4: I think when you were,
5: yeah, I mean, it goes back Garden of Eden,
4: yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, uh, it definitely goes back to the Garden of Eden, yeah, and even uh, more recently, uh, manly p hall was talking about it back in you know the 1800s it's it's the same lie over and over we're gonna gonna all the alchemists and all that yeah Yeah. i think you and i both came across the fake quote about how they're going to use a virus that was from a book published in 1989 called the new world order uh it was like a fake quote that was like oh we'll use the virus and then we'll usher in the new world order and the whole thing was like Somebody wrote this in 1989. And it's is like a Twitter went viral thing, and it's not true. Yeah, it's actually not true. But I, th- I, I, saw that all, and I was like, wait, but what did it say? 1989. So I've been reading through the book here recently.
5: Oh yeah, it's a good book. It's just
4: yeah. Have you read it? Was a, I no, I don't.
5: I have not. Yeah, but I've.
4: It's really good. It's it's basically this guy. He just he starts off just by like looking into like secret clubs secret clubs secret societies, secret people like what do they believe what are they doing and like so what's the book title just it's literally just titled the new world order and who is it by uh a ralph epperson
5: ralph epperson okay
4: yeah a is the but yeah ralph epperson i think will work um anyway uh but he starts it off just like hey i I was studying secret societies and secret people and what they thought and mainly just took quotes and was like, interested in all the stuff they said, and they kept coming back to, like, somebody should have put a book together and kept trying to find the book where somebody put a book together of all the quotes from all these people from all these different you know secret societies or weird clubs, and nobody had done it. So he decided he would do it. But anyway, in there, he talks about, man, you know, the old names that, you know, you and I and those people who, there are probably <laughs> listeners to this show who... We're around way back in those days, but back when Chris White, Frank Lordy were doing shows, Revelations Radio Network was a thing, and we were all just kind of warming up to what is going on in the world. We were becoming well-versed that this was all passed down from you know Manly P. Hall and Helena Blavatsky and right. all of these, you know. And there was st- the, the New Age
5: truthers that yeah. were pushing that same stuff yep. while pretending to expose it exactly
4: and you know they're and when it comes down to it they think you know they 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 talk a good game they think that uh this is going to happen this is going to happen and then god's going to help us reach the next level or whatever and then you really get down to it's like oh but manly p hall like straight up says like lucifer is god it's like
3: oh
4: (laughs) yeah anyway that god oh okay so then every time i hear you know george bush senior or any of these type of dudes talk about and they say God I'm like he means it doesn't he he means he means, yeah, he means God but he doesn't mean the right by God he means El Diablo <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway yeah they've been promising them this crap forever and yeah Jared Kushner there's a huge subset of people like this is it the Jewish Messiah it's gonna be Jared Kushner I'm like dude this guy has no pull anywhere but in like what conservative America it's it's very tied into
5: so that you got the tram transhumanism the oh you can live forever whether it's like oh you know we'll freeze your brain and bring you back once we once the technology advances a little bit or it's the we'll merge you with the computer and your consciousness will live forever and uh you've got that part of it and you've oh what was the other thing i was gonna say too many too many irons in the fire there.
4: But Yeah, you've take a pause. Hold ah. take a pause. When they write
5: you off, they write you off, they write you off. Don't write back, don't write back. You gotta plug that guy's what's his name on
4: there? Plug his SoundCloud. Uh I closed it out already. Reopen. E E-K-S-O-T-I-K. S Exotic? Exotic. It's a different way to spell exotic. There you go. Yep. Very cool. Yeah, he made a jingle out of you, which, you know, I didn't know. I don't know. I
5: think your laugh is what makes it.
4: How is it? Oh, there. See, now we're, we're, we are not no agenda. And that is, that is good because there already is a no agenda, but they kind of led the way in getting people to, to bring clips. And if we can get clips, I mean, that's, that's going to be, that's going to be super, super I, I, I like the, the
5: email that said, uh, I tried listening to no agenda, but the, Yes, the jingles and things annoy me, and it's it's funny because the history of No Agenda it started out being a yes. show expressly like no no jingles ever. They're like anti jingle, and then you know
4: people basically pushed them the other way, and <laughs> right. Well, the it's the like whole in the, the morning, jingles, but the whole in the morning thing is a. Is basically making fun of uh, the morning zoo situation. Right. Morning and, zoo, yeah. and it, but yeah, now it's they, they do it so much that uh, they make a, you know make, makes a bunch of weird noises and whatnot. But I mean, we have some quality clips already because if we don't use this one enough. We probably should. Right? We're not very good at opening and closing segments, but I mean, this clip. Friends of Epstein, servants of Satan.
5: Friends of Epstein, servants of Satan. <laughs>
1: you know i'm i'm very proud of what we've done in
4: philanthropy
5: friends of epstein servants of satan friends of epstein servants
4: of satan
1: well he's dead so in general you always have to be careful
4: yeah (laughs) i still can't believe he did that interview well he's dead so yeah not the best and then we forgot to use this we're supposed to use this before we do our donations
1: revelations
4: <laughs> That's a good one too. That's short too. He said he would give us more if we literally just need to write him and tell him what to do. And then I didn't realize that uh, God's Property Radio, who's been a recent uh, frequent donor, was also a member of a band. Well, he is the band. He is the band. All right. Well, there you go.
5: Slave to servant. Yeah. Send us some merch. Thank we got you, some. Sam.
4: We got some merch. Thank you, Sam. I actually got a. Got a record over here, Andrew. I assume that was for me because I don't know that. Yeah, I don't have a record. player You don't have so a record all... player, so yeah. But uh, that's pretty. It's pretty awesome. I didn't. I didn't know we had that uh, as a listener, man. Who was yeah, a and band. Uh,
5: the I'm supposed to be on his new podcast. I think a week from Saturday. So very cool. Talk about that after it happens. So yeah so i i still forget where i was going but you still forgot okay well here uh, Jared, i'll bring next- you know believe it or not like the the jingles and the uh mixes just pounding into my eardrums didn't help me remember oh, shocking as that is me doing that, that didn't did. help i'm sorry <laughs> but i you know i'm glad you did we'll we'll move on well
4: should we thank some people <laughs> Radio. oh wait a second it's a verse of the week too let's do verse of the week first let's
5: do that at the end of the donations
4: we'll do it at the end yeah okay all right i'm into it go ahead I'm knocking things over over here
5: what do you mean go ahead this is the part where you read the thing and then say do you want to read them and then i start and then you interrupt me two yeah. seconds into it
4: I was just trying to figure out where how am I gonna interrupt you? At what point? So I have to ask
5: you to read first. So do you want me to start with September? Because we have, yeah, yeah, we had so a few
4: Septembers. Yeah, we got. Looks like we got three from September, but uh, I just wanted to let everyone know: Revelations Radio News is a listener-supported podcast. It means that we only use listener donations to keep going. If you want to donate, if you want to send an email, if you would like to say a prayer request, all of those things are greatly appreciated. You can donate to the show several different ways. You can send money through PayPal, which is what most people do. You can send money through Buy Me a Coffee, which is what I think two or three people do. You could send money to the PO box, which is what a lot of other people do. And there's even—I f- I forgot to, to divvy up. We—I'm holding out on you, Andrew. Uh, we've had—I didn't even notice actually when the stuff came in but we've had two bitcoin donations over the last oh, month yes. or so so we do have All a little right. bit of bitcoin i need to divvy it up split it in half and send it over to you but i think two i think i know who one of them is like i'll just say his first name is chris he knows just who he two, is. two bitcoins yeah you're gonna say yeah yeah we have two bitcoins <laughs> is exactly what we have no. two donations but they were different i believe they were different amounts so i think Although that might just be the fluctuation in price. So I think they were two different people, but I'm not sure. It's the it's the, uh, the beauty of Bitcoin is I don't know who it is. So if you don't, you know, we can't credit you in the the uh, contributors section because we, we don't know. So you have to tell us if that was you that sent it. But we have a couple people that uh, sent some. So you can send Bitcoin. You can also send uh, PayPal, the Buy Me A Coffee, and uh, we got a few other... Uh, coins, uh, cryptos We're, we'll be willing to take any of them just give us the word and we'll figure out which ones you want to go with uh, all donations over $25 get a free copy of Andrew's The New World Order and Eugenics Wars A Christian Perspective I just realized I did not get you from last week Marja's address and it was in the donation so I just copied that in there so that is now available Marja I do apologize That's not there's here. about three of
5: them it's
4: not Andrews. Did you hear back from the other two? People? I know there's about 3 of them. Yeah, yeah. So I did hear back I think from maybe one of them, but if you please email me if you've sent over $25 and you have not got a copy of Andrews' book, especially in these last few weeks because I know I think Maddie B, who did the did we get him? No. Okay, so I've we not, haven't I've not we haven't gotten any books out. Yep. Okay. And that's mainly because I am not getting the addresses. So, uh, if you do donate most people, most of the time when people donate, they send a, an email along with their donations. I will go look for those now. Cause they tend to come in around the donation. If you're hoping to get a copy of Andrew's book, if you could send that, I don't know what's going on. Sometimes I email people and it seems like maybe they're not getting it. Uh, so Scott, we need your address. And I think Maddie as well. If you, have donated, have not got a book, please let us know, and we will... Uh, I will... Andrew will get you a book, but please email... Uh, you can email me at tim at timkilkenny.com or you can go to revelationsradionews.com and click on the contact tab. I'll look for emails. I'll let you start reading. Okay. Looking forward to in, uh, interrupting you. Okay. Emily
5: All sends right. us $10 from Highlands Ranch, Colorado. Danny sent us $25 from Medford, Oregon. Thank you, Danny. Mm-hmm. And Emily, both recurring donations there. Yep, yep. And Caleb sent us another donation. He's on quite a, a streak here. Yes, he uh, is. Sent us 5212 which from is from
4: Batavia, have, Ohio. He is a no agenda listener, so what do we think? What's 5212?
5: You can tell us if you want. No, I guess. But I mean, a couple weeks oh, ago. He no, did. it's it's obvious what it is. What's that? 52 shows a year to Tim Kilkenny.
4: <laughs> What's, that's it. 52 shows in 12 months. That's 100% what it is. Yeah. Nailed it. Good job, Andrew. And Caleb. <laughs> Caleb is. Uh, I enjoy this game. This is hilarious. Uh, that's awesome. Very cool. Very very cool. All right, I just I guess is the, uh, okay. Be, and then on to October. Everybody's just jealous they haven't been nicknamed by James Corbett. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Claude
5: Claude Lemieux <laughs> the Claude Lemieux of podcasting?
4: <laughs> oh, the best part was you put that photo on his website. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> I guarantee there were some people who just clicked on it like, wait, what is going on here? Wait, what <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, Will. That was good. Anyway, yeah, moving on into October, because this week spanned a couple of months there. So is that did you type that first name correctly? Uh no, there's a T missing.
5: Okay. So Robert sent us five dollars from Parts Unknown. Thank you, Robert cyrus sends five dollars from reno and I that is a recurring donation it to is, say the
4: name wrong no you said it right and i am going to interrupt you now but not i think it's deserved and not because of you but because of me cyra sent me a video gosh several weeks ago of her two boys giving their impression of remember i said all the young kids like tesla's Okay, I said about yeah, 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 a month or two ago. I said I don't know yep. what it is, but they brainwashed the, the kids. And uh, she's got two two uh, boys, both teenagers, and she asked them both, like on camera, like what they thought of Teslas. In uh, it was it was pretty awesome. One of them was like, I kind of like it. It's it's kind of cool. And but both of them in the long run just thought they were dumb. So the the general consensus on the video was that this was, they were dumb. And then she said, I guarantee that a lot of kids feel this way. I agree and I I love the video. I love the the seeing her sons and what their like off the cuff reaction was uh, to the question. But I don't think these picture this Andrew, this may come shot as a shock to you, but these boys seemed like they were outdoors a lot. They seemed uh, yeah, tan, they seemed healthy. Un- unusual. Yes, yeah, unusual <laughs> seemed, children. Seemed not fat at all. Seemed really in, in shape. And I just I I, I appreciate her, and I, I think the point was made that they're not all thinking that Teslas are cool. Yeah. I don't know if your kids are the You've most... Been debunked, <laughs> man, just admit it. I've been debunked, it's true. I have been debunked by these wonderful kids, but I don't know if all kids in America are like your kids. That's what I wanted to say. But yeah, I was definitely debunked, and I appreciate the video, and it gives me hope not everybody likes Teslas.
5: Yeah. And Elon Musk is a fraud, so that should help too.
4: Have you seen the video today the, that came out of the, the the fire department trying to put out a, one of these Teslas in Florida? Oh yeah, the, the battery had gotten wet or whatever. Yeah, there's so it takes a lot of water. Well, it, it's weird, <laughs> and I might be out of my depth. And I'd be interested to know if we have a firefighter in the audience. If we do, email in. Let's talk about this because. I was on board an aircraft carrier, and when you're on board any navy vessel, you have to learn how to fight fires. Period. The end. Every single person needs to know how to fight a fire in case a fire breaks out near you on the vessel. I was an aircraft firefighter in that if the fight broke or fight if a fight broke out while we were bombing another country, no, no. If a, f- a fire broke out on the flight deck, we would have to put out those fires. So, a couple things from that: one magnesium there's actual magnesium on board uh some of these uh planes i think most of the f-18s had them and it was like chunks of magnesium that were used for instruments or whatever if magnesium gets hot enough to catch fire andrew do you remember in chemistry do you know the results of such a thing uh does it spark it will burn through everything Oh really? It will dry, like basically if you don't get the, a magnesium fire out, it will burn through the ship. Like it'll just start falling down through the ship and melt the steel. So, mag- hot magnesium fire can melt steel beams. Uh, but my point of bringing all this up is, we had a a, a, a thing called a triple F, which was aqueous film forming foam, and it it's it's made to smother. The oxygen out right because water won't affect a magnesium fire water won't affect some of these chemical fires that can break out but a triple f aqueous film forming foam will smother it it basically makes like you spray it on there and it almost makes it like a giant you know bubble bath like suds thing but it's really thick so it just starves the the fire of oxygen is that essentially what we need to start doing like firefighters need to start having well, like is that a, the a version of AFFF on board the, the 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 fire trucks
5: is that the same foam that turned out to be super cancer causing and is like all the firefighters are suing their
4: I've never seen AFFF
5: foams. in okay so AFFF cancer I don't know if it's the same stuff I know there was a an issue Related to firefighting
4: stuff. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, this is it. Look at this. I didn't know this, man. Yeah. A, A triple F can be harmful to the human body in any amount. Exposure needs to occur for several years for a person to develop a cancer, but you can develop a cancer. Environmental litigation group, the hidden dangers of firefighting foam. Wow. Wow.
5: So I hope you didn't have many fires on that trip. No, no, but. we didn't.
4: That's interesting. But that's probably why they're not using it. That, that would 100% explain why they're not using it. Gosh. Okay. And that—that that is one of the weird things about the military is you're on the cutting edge. Like, some of the stuff you use, like, no fanfare. Like, people just put it in your hand and you, you use it. And you, you don't know You are the what guinea is. pig yeah. of Yeah. Yeah. a lot but it, of stuff. But, it, I mean, like, not all bad. Like, I remember... Like here, bad one, the little smart chip that now is in every single debit card that was in the military ID or was what was called the smart card when I first got in the military in the Navy. So that was 20 something years ago. Now it's technology. Everybody has. So not necessarily a good version of technology is the chip, the good version of technology that we did get when I was, we got like the first Camelback Camelback wasn't a thing. They're like, here, strap this on. Like, what is this? It's a backpack that holds water? Oh my gosh, this is amazing. And when you're in the Persian Gulf on the on the flight deck, it is amazing to have water on your back. Yep. By, the time, by the time we got out, those know.
5: things get gross if you don't clean them out, though. Y-
4: yeah, I guess that makes sense. So, you but know? Uh, feel military,
5: like they, they probably had you
4: like scrub it all out. Probably yeah. required to scrub it all out every day. Yeah. Every couple days, toilet toilets get gross. If you don't scrub them out, bathtubs get gross. Pretty much everything gets gross if you don't scrub it out. Andrew, you got it. You got to clean stuff out. Yeah. The hidden dangers of a triple F. I had no idea, man.
5: Yeah, I I don't know if I would unequivocally put the plastic container for your drinking water in the good category, but it's a story for a different day.
4: Was anybody putting water on their back and wearing it as a backpack back then? No, they weren't. (laughs) They weren't. This is the first wearing it on your back. Gosh, Andrew. Everything's a conspiracy. I don't know if wrapping copper around your head and walking around all day is a good thing. Okay. Sorry. My rabbit trail was extremely long in the middle of the donation segment, so I figured
5: out a way to do it. All right. Back to
4: autumn don't thank, thank you for the dollars thank you for the video washington thank you for the video syrah i'll send it yes. to Andrew. Okay.
5: Kyle from massachusetts sent us ten dollars and some emails as well thank you kyle bill or i think we've listed him as william before but bill sent us a hundred dollars sandpoint idaho believe that's a very nice place and he
4: sent a a little note says thanks for all you do bill from sandpoint idaho and i think somewhere in the past of this show bill was a regular donor to this show and i feel bad that i forgot where he lived but he he threw it in the in the show in the donation i don't know
5: if he so he absolutely has been around a long time and i've i don't know uh, email or maybe even some
4: actual correspondence. I know I've heard from Bill before. Oh no, I bet. Oh, but, actual correspondence. I don't know, but I uh, yeah, know email for sure. Yeah. Um.
5: But Sandpoint, Idaho, doesn't jump out as much. So maybe he moved there. Maybe he. Yeah. So. Uh, we got twenty dollars from.
4: Hold on! Hold on! This is going to blow your mind. I just looked it up. So I actually have my old email from before. Mm -hmm. From February 6, 2013. Thank you for your continued support of our show. It means a lot to me. Let me know if I can do it. Yeah. Uh, Alaska. That's right. Yep. He was in Alaska. And he's making gifts and donating to our show. First donation... November twelfth, twenty twelve.
5: November twelfth, twenty twelve. Uh, coming up on ten years. Thank Holy you, Bill.
4: Holy smokes! Yeah. Thank you very much, Bill. We appreciate you, and I'm sorry that it was like a blast from the past. But yeah, all of a sudden it goes all the way up until It looks like the 2018 year where we didn't do a show. That's where that's where we lost oh, Bill's, how- Bill's donations. I mean, shouldn't donate to a podcast <laughs> do- that doesn't do a show you for a year? Stop donating to a show that. <laughs> Takes a year <laughs> off, yeah. So anyway. Uh yeah, Bill made it down to the to the lower forty-eight. Yep, yeah. But uh a good place in the lower forty-eight there.
5: Uh we've got one from Robertson Home for twenty dollars from Parts Unknown. Thank you very much. Everyone in the home. And from Kyle. Two hundred dollars from Kent, Washington. Wow! Thank you, Kyle.
4: That's our second Kyle.
6: This
4: Actually, is... third. There's three. Do- there was three notes from Kyle. There's two donations from Kyle, but three Kyle notes this week. It's okay, big Kyle week.
5: I was going to say second Kyle donation. Uh, Kyle traditional K Y L E spelling. And then Kyle from Massachusetts, K-H-Y-L-E, so slightly less common.
4: But Kyle from Massachusetts will be uh, excited to learn that he is not the only listener to the show there in the great state of Massachusetts. Yes, there are
5: two sane people, so God has decided to spare Massachusetts. (laughs) There are two RRN listeners.
4: Pop quiz, do you know where I was born? What, what what state I was born in, Andrew?
5: If it's not Massachusetts, you shouldn't have taken us down this rabbit trail. <laughs> it's Massachusetts.
4: Okay. Massachusetts okay. is where I was born. Boston? No, no. Uh, Pittsfield, a little tiny town outside of Springfield. Lived there till I was four or five and then moved to Oklahoma. In Oklahoma? I, yeah. Yep.
5: I took anyway, a school s- school trip in college to Boston. It was fun. Yeah,
4: yeah. I think it's a interesting area for sure. So anyway, Dave, who wrote a great note as well and 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 donated. Uh, oh, I actually have a paper note somewhere. Yeah, they, Kyle, you you should have
5: noticed that david or or dave from north andover yeah massachusetts
4: yep awesome. from a cloudy and cool suburb of boston massachusetts in new england where if you don't like the weather just wait a minute i'm dave last name redacted hi guys it's been a while since i contributed financially so please find fifty dollars enclosed keep on keeping on dave in north andover massachusetts
5: Yes, and I think we got an email from him as well. Oh, we
4: absolutely did. Yeah, it was a big, big email, actually. Yeah. So we got
5: got a lot of good emails. I think we've responded to most of them. Yes. at least that I was aware of. So yes, uh, if we haven't, please. That is accidental on our part, it not is. like an insult or a absolutely. Yeah, yep, so. yep, yep. It is one hundred percent accidental, not an insult in any way. So what what happens is I I read it, and mm-hmm. then I think, well, I need to... Take some time to respond to this. I need to figure out, because usually there's a question or something that I want to look up, and sometimes I do get back to you with that information, and
4: sometimes I don't. So Correct. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then sometimes it comes to my inbox, and then I forward it on to Andrew, because I don't have time to get to it at that moment, or... Vice versa and uh actually it never happens that way. Just <laughs> just just this way.
5: So but anyway, so thank you all the people who did he, write in. There were some good yeah. good emails and thank you everyone who contributed financially. Um uh, yeah, September was great and October's off to a good start. Thank you very much.
4: Absolutely. Uh yeah, Dave was the one who sent us the stuff on Doctor Tom Cowan and he talked about yes. uh Adjuvants uh it's bad the immune system to erroneously identifies the human tissue as foreign organism. Anyway, but he it was a long, long video, or excuse me, long email kind of going into depth about what he thought about the whole health issue terrain theory as it were. Do you happen to remember
5: who sent the email that mentioned the uh goodbye germ theory book
4: I don't
5: but I can anyway I've got the book I haven't started reading it
4: so I Okay
5: I took the recommendation so I that's ne- next or probably concurrently with uh rereading propaganda cuz as you mentioned it's a it's a dense read it's you know it's nice to have a Multiple books going in that case.
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's to shift from one to the other. Yeah.
5: All right. Um, so you you have your verses
4: of the day. Oh, ah, verse of the day. That's right. We promised it. I turn on the light. Actual book. Psalms. Uh, 34 verse 22 The Lord redeems the life of his servants none of those who take refuge in him will be condemned
5: The end that's it that was that was nicer than what I was going to bring and forgot so that's good it worked out you're <laughs> between between that one and the john MacArthur passage i think we're we covered it well there
4: yeah agreed all right let's see i'm gonna check my clip list see if there's anything else we have to get to there's got to be something and uh, if not we can go ahead and get out of here it's already uh, officially friday so thanks for sticking with us through it all guys what do we got Oh, this was weird. I gotta play this. Oh, yeah, there's a lot there's a couple things I can play here for us. But uh Yeah. This was super weird. So it turns out a school in I think it maybe it's say in the clip. I think it's maybe Connecticut or it's the Northeast somewhere. But there was a assignment sent to the students telling them that uh pizza can be used as a euphemism for sex. Have you heard this? Do you hear hear this clip? No.
5: Yeah, don't. Sounds
4: like it will irritate me. Uh, it will irritate you, but listen closely because it doesn't even make sense. So it's things like, hey, you can use uh, pizza as a euphemism for having sex. And this is the assignment to do this, this, and that. Uh, Let's pay pay special attention, this is less than a minute of the administrator's response.
2: Uh, One Connecticut school is under fire
1: for handing out a pizza and consent assignment to eighth grade students. The assignment said that pizza can be used as a metaphor for sex.
2: It instructed students to list their favorite and least favorite pizza toppings in relation to sexual things they like to do. For example, cheese equals
1: kissing, other topics represented feelings and other activities um and imagine this parents are outraged the school superintendent said this
2: the full truth was it was a mistake And I know that there are some who may not believe that. I know there are some who don't necessarily maybe want that answer This was simply an error. There was no hidden agenda. There was no Secret cabal to indoctrinate kids on something. They sent the wrong document
4: Did you catch it?
5: They sent the wrong document why does that document even exist? Yeah. It, was it like part of a teacher training thing? I have no idea. Ah. Uh, but,
4: you know. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Well,
5: you know, they should... Uh,
4: <laughs> you sent the may, wrong document. Maybe
5: there was a John Podesta, Hillary Clinton, uh, you know... Donation? Meet greet going on, and the yeah. paperwork got got switched around
4: yeah you know. okay I, I'm gonna speaking of you being irritated this is gonna irritate you uh, but I want to have a fully open honest conversation about this and then we could we could wrap this up did you see the coolio clips
5: uh I don't know what you're talking about you know I mean, I know
4: who, he died but you know yeah. okay you don't know I'm talking about at all okay good this will be good. This will be like your off-the-cuff reaction then. So yes, Coolio recently dropped dead. One of the last videos he put out, right here, thirty seconds long. Oh, oh yeah, he was. Yeah,
5: he was making a documentary. Yes, uh, listen, listen, the to yeah, okay, listen to yeah, this. Pedophiles.
6: Yeah, listen to this.
8: Some things are are fake, and some things we don't know about. But if something is obvious, whether you've done the research or not. If something is obvious, then why would you argue about it, okay? Now I can go ahead on, go home and drink your Androchrome. I'm cool on that. soggles all oh, the way.
4: That's made myself a little work in post there. Uh, so he says you can go drink your andro- adrenochrome. Okay, <laughs> that's one. That's a little weird, right? Well, I mean, he he knows. Sure. Okay. This is and this is the second part. This is his friend talking uh, shortly after he died.
7: Leo was telling me about how a couple of I'm not gonna say no names, but some big, big top top hats of the industry were coming at him. Males, by the way, were coming to him asking for sex. You know, um, they were coming to him talking about some child trafficking stuff, and you know, we were gonna expose it all. It's
8: a lot of shit know that I want to tell people. It's a lot of things that I want to teach, but I'm afraid. I'm gonna be honest with yeah. you. I'm scared because I, I got four grandchildren, and I got, I got, and I got, I got children that are in this world. I got people I care about. Me. And they, I got people that I care about that, that that don't necessarily believe what I believe. Yeah, and I and I'm not. I have no fear of death, and I think that those that would oppose my my beliefs, they they've probably done enough. If to, if if somebody's after me, or if somebody's watching me. Then they know enough about me to know that I have no fear of death. So killing me don't mean shit. It just it just confirms that what I said was true. Hmm. But I do have a fear of them hurting my family. So I'm quiet about certain things. I don't talk about everything I know because I don't I don't want my, I don't want nobody in my family to be hurt.
7: I'm gonna be real. I'm upset. So many different things that we were going to talk about, exposing the industry, exposing a lot of the stuff that's happening in this nation, dealing with the government, et cetera, et cetera. And I remember he was telling me he was worried about talking about certain things because he didn't know what they would do to his family. He wasn't worried about what they would do to him. He was worried about his children. And I was telling him, no, I don't even think like that, you know, just... Let's do this for the people. And in fact, we could we could do it educationally. So it could almost seem as if it will be flying up under the radar, but you know, we don't gotta go straight direct with it.
4: Alright. So I know your thoughts on it being like is so is this a psyop? Like everybody that dies like they also release an alternate story that they well, were just about to make a documentary <laughs> expose pedophiles i mean it's it's getting out of hand <laughs> like even if it is a psyop i'm I'm willing to consider that and talk it out with you but i just don't i don't understand what is happening here and why these stories keep surfacing am i am i being gamed is it the algorithm they think they want me to see this is this another cue angle what do you think Well, I mean, there is a lot of
5: child trafficking. There is a lot of nasty stuff going on in the music industry. Yep. But at the same time, I mean... Other than some vague statements about I know stuff that I haven't told... You know, it's like... He said he, you he gotta said, put it out there, but but the thing is, some people have put it out there and they just get buried, like Corey
4: Feldman and yeah. Corey Feldman's the only person I can think of really, though. Yeah. No, it's that's true, but he did say Adrenochrome like on his, one of his last videos. You go drink your Adrenochrome or whatever. Yeah, it's that's confirming what many people think. I mean, it's confirming the darkness of this the situation. It's just. It's wild to me. I mean in the Anne Haysh thing, I mean that reared its ugly head again because she was supposedly working with a senator on that whole documentary to expose child trafficking, and then Joe Biden shows up to an event <laughs> and is looking for her, but that Ooh. senator also died in a car crash right before Anne he- or I don't know if was no, it I think... not
5: Senator, not Senator.
4: State Senator? Maybe state
5: senator, but... Wait, are you talking about the congresswoman who Joe Biden asked if she yes. was... Yes. Where was... she was at? Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
4: Congress, not Congress, not Senate. So, yeah. House? Yes. All right. Uh, but that, you know, so he's looking for her who just died a couple months ago. I don't know. This stuff is just weird. And, it, and if it's totally fake, I'm fine with well, it being but, but fake, but, but it, it's like, what... What is the goal here? Okay. Well,
5: what? There is a lot of fake stuff, and it's made after the fact.
4: Right, but uh, okay, I'm fine. I, I understand that's your point of view. But like, what's the goal? Why? To why get, would they continue to do this? Why?
5: To conflate a real problem with like stuff that isn't a, actually going on. I mean, fairy tale land. Yeah. Okay. I don't think anyone I don't think the New World Order is worried about Coolio spilling the beans on the whole operation. I sure just don't. <laughs> sure. Like there's plenty of hip-hop guys you know, since the beginning of hip-hop that have been pretty good about talking about problems that are going on. Yeah. It's just, if their messages fits the agenda, they get promoted. If it doesn't fit the agenda they get you know killed off or were just silenced kind of marginalized there like like you always talk about with the MC Hammer not
4: taking the deal yeah yeah it's true Professor Griff from uh, Public Enemy talked about some of that stuff too yeah he also you know doesn't have a show deal or any you know he's not around like Flava Flav is anymore he's like persona non grata yep yeah. I Great news, though. I just looked up... I was trying to figure out that lady's name. You're right. U.S. Representative Jackie Walarsky was her name. Republican from Indiana. Um, great news. PolitiFact. Pants on fire on the truth of meter Jackie Walarsky and N.H. Uh, are not... Uh, partnered to fight against pedophiles their car yeah. accidents were totally independent of each other had nothing to do with it so. yeah
5: so so what happens is they take the Anne heche story mm-hmm. right and they take the jackie Wilarski story and then they just tie them together and it's like oh they were they were fighting the pedophiles together and that's why they were both killed in car wrecks so oops it's a very easy
4: fake news thing to do. I get it, and I guess the conflate is the first time I've really thought about why they would do it because it's just there's it's just constant. These things keep popping yeah. up, and it's it makes me wonder like are they is this, are these things actually happening and people are are being killed because they don't want to any of this stuff to come out or what, what are we, or is it completely fake? And we're just being fed this to think that there's still some sort of an actual fight taking place behind the scenes. Just sit back and watch the show type of deal.
5: Well, it. I don't know. I mean, Q's popping back up now, so I'm sure that's, that's part of it too. But the, yeah, I. at this stage with what they're doing in the open, I don't know that they're afraid of anything getting out. Yeah. They just drown everything in the next wave of
4: propaganda, the next story. Yeah, it's so true.
6: That's you know, so true.
4: You... The, here's where I am and It's not the, not a happy note to wrap it up on, but it seems like the side effects of the vaccine are accelerating and I don't know how they're going to hide it. Right. Something big has to happen, right? It's going to take everybody's attention away from it. The economy collapses, some sort of a, a war breaks out. Uh I don't know. It just Yeah, I mean if they actually
5: had the nuclear weapons they claim to have, they'd probably do that, but
4: So the, I've heard you say that
5: a couple times now, but do you think that nuclear weapons don't exist? I think that uh not much beyond what they blew up in Hiroshima
4: really so the so arms like race all, the, and all that stuff is fake
5: well I mean it was they spent real money <laughs> I mean sure okay. <laughs> but it was and the um, Soviet Union slash Russia was in on it to you know pump up arms sales scare people they had kids hiding under desks you know oh it could end any minute it was the basis for a whole lot of the Propaganda that was going on nineteen fifties, sixties, and onward was based on scaring people with nuclear war. So as far as the technology being there, I don't know. There's there is plenty of people who are right about a lot of other stuff who are very skeptical that they have all the weapons they claim to have. No I, And it's just from a I don't know uh, anything. I'm
4: just curious to well, your point
5: of view. From a morality perspective, do you really think if they had these weapons, they wouldn't use them? <laughs> I don't know. It's like all the
4: well, I would say, you know, devil's advocate for that is the the mad, mutually assured destruction type of deal. Like nobody's right. gonna launch them at each other for fear of you know being launched back.
5: Yeah. Yeah. There's. I don't know. There's there's a lot of amazing weapon stories that are, I think, pretty fraudulent. Hmm. You know, I mean the space wars, the rods of God that oh. can be, you know, from orbit, rain down titanium rods to take out someone, even if they're in an underground bunker i don't know all right well your space in the, in the words of john c dvorak i'm not buying it <laughs> it's, good. it's good i've got a dvorak <laughs> quote in the show just the, yeah. just since you were
4: bringing up stuff that annoys me i thought i'd throw that in there <laughs> uh you just reminded me of a clip i got here from katherine austin Fitz, where she puts together The four or five different uh, agendas that are playing out in front of us, but nobody can connect the dots between them. Well, and uh, sorry, before you play that, I don't know this particular
5: clip, but she does a lot of financial stuff, and I I definitely think the Great Reset is chiefly about the financial system. 100%.
4: I agree 100%.
1: get to the uh uh-huh. the diagrams here <laughs> okay
0: so if you look at what's going on we have the tech people building the the clouds and the telecommunications we have the military doing space and operation warp speed so they're putting up the satellites okay then we have big pharma which is making the injections that are full of these mystery ingredients and change, modify your DNA, and for all we know, make you infertile. Um, and then we have the media pouring out the propaganda. And then we have the central bankers engineering the, to, to the crypto, the central bank crypto systems. So you have these different pillars, and it's very important when you look at what's going on day to day, particularly in the media, they're trying to keep them separate so that you can't see how they're going to come together in an integrated system, which is basically integrated into your body and your mind. For what purpose? To, To institute the slavery system. So in other words, if I... I'm going to do everything through a smart grid, and I need to run the smart grid into your neighborhood, and then I need to run the smart grid into your body. The question is, how am I going to build it out in your neighborhood and build it out in your body without you seeing the trap, right? So so that's why you try and keep these different lines separate. So if you listen to the central bankers, they try as hard as they can to stay away from these conversations. So it was interesting I was watching an IMF presentation on cross border payments and the Federal Reserve chairman uh, the, the head of the IMF mentioned the digital uh, global ID system and you would have, so the federal chairman the federal reserve chairman almost blanched and you could energetically feel him moving like a galaxy away like no 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 cuz you know there're they're more there're 325 million Americans and there are more than 325 million guns and he doesn't want everybody to see this until the trap is thrown. It's too late.
6: I
4: <laughs> thought that was a rather succinct uh, synopsis of the situation we find ourselves. Yeah, it definitely it's It's part of the
5: same agenda, that, and it's part of an agenda that's been going on for a while, but has certainly accelerated since COVID so yeah absolutely
4: and it's we got to talk about it we got to talk it out we got to call these things out everybody thinks the you know farmers not related to the right. military and the military is not related to the cbdc's or the central banks you know or the coming financial collapse or that's not related to the it's all related yep so the i've got a couple of jockey lul quotes for you okay we, have, we have, Do we have the propaganda book out? Are we ready to go? Yep. Yeah.
5: Alright. So, in our society, the two great fundamental myths on which all other myths rest are science and history. That was interesting. Saying, uh, propaganda is forced to build on these presuppositions. A propaganda that stresses virtue over happiness and presents man's future as one Dominated by austerity and contemplation uh, and contemplation would have no audience at all <laughs> uh and then a few pages on page forty seven there in fact, modern man does not think about current problems; he feels them. Hmm. boy, isn't that the truth?
6: <laughs> yeah,
5: so I guess I would say in order to counteract that think. And if you are, if you're triggered, and we all, you know, if you're reacting emotionally to something, that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it is a sign that it's a a propaganda reaction rather than, I don't know, you, you, use your brain on this stuff. So. Right. Use your mind, discernment, and yes, it all... It all ties together. Nothing is accidental. There's not like, oh, it's just random that COVID happened in 2019, 2020, and at the same time, debt is at a all-time high all over the world, and you know, they're <laughs> everything from the overnight yeah. lending windows and yeah. all the other stuff we've talked about. This stuff I don't, I certainly don't understand it well. But there's, you know, the people out there that do, they could see there's stuff going on with the financial system, and it's all about surveillance, control, Um, and if you're sick, you're easier to control. So it's about making you
4: sick and and surveilled. Yeah, absolutely. One of the things that's kind of crazy is, as you look around at our financial system, you look at what's going on with inflation. You look at how far your, your dollar's gone up. You look at our, you know, our wonderful vice president. You know, she perfect, perfectly explains it. Prices have gone up. Uh, but it starts to feel like it's spinning out of control here. What'll re- what really is starting to blow my mind a bit on that is that uh, elsewhere in the world, it's way worse. Yeah. We are actually holding it down as fairly steady. The dollar is still strong. So the moment they pull the dollar, then... All hell breaks loose, but the moment the dollar is still strong, but they're literally devaluing every other currency around the world right now. Yeah, I mean the pound is down to almost dollar levels. Yeah, after being,
5: what was it like a dollar fifty?
4: Yeah, it was not that long ago. Yeah, so they're devaluing all the other currencies first, and this is the only one that's holding up. And then once they pull the plug on this, there's nothing. Yeah, once they chase everyone into the dollar then they pull then. the plug on this and then then you have your whole great reset but there's going to have to be a reason something so crazy they're going to get a bunch of people to buy into it power goes out like worldwide for a while a couple of days well, what, internet what the, internet's out for a no couple there days. was a there was a huge national power outage somewhere what country uh, was that canada it no. was it wasn't a power outage no. Canada had a complete internet down no not Canada a couple months ago okay no I'm talking about a couple days ago oh was it all electricity not just the internet
5: um, let's see yeah electricity that's what I'm talking about I understand Canada did have the uh, Pakistan no no hi no. we' can't remember the name of the country anyway uh, they have a national power grid and it went down and what is happening in the u.s they're saying oh look at Texas it's so they can't get it figured out. They have power outages. Therefore we need a national power grid. We do not want or need a national power grid. So right now there's no way you could take down the power in the whole country. But if they ever got that through where everyone's on the same power grid, yeah, that would be a definite option.
4: One month ago, uh, Looks like no power for forty minutes in one third of the country of Bangladesh. I don't know.
5: Hmm. No, it's. Not I didn't think fair. it was Bangladesh. I mean, it it was, you know. I don't want to say <laughs>
4: like that level of country, but it. I, I'm not saying it was. Puerto Rico. I mean, it makes sense that Puerto Rico would be on one party. Oh Yeah, but anyway. Um. Anyway, moving right along. Yeah, it's going to be some. The we're basically waiting for the catalyzing event. This is the time in between World War One and World War Two in yeah. history books, right? We're we're all just waiting for it. Yeah. Is the economy well, going to full on collapse? Is there going to be a war? What is going to happen?
5: Yes, there could be. James Corbett's prediction was cyber, cyber attack, which is still, it's still possible. I mean, imagine if it was, like, focused on the financial sector, where it's like your, you know, just a couple of the major banks, it wouldn't necessarily have to be all of them. But it's like, oh, yeah, by the way, your account's now zero. And then people would, would freak out and they'd say, well, we can, you know, we can reimburse you but it's going to be this central bank digital currency so we can make sure that it gets to
4: you and you know those pesky that's banks that's an interesting you know. idea yeah is yeah. then you basically say oh well we can make sure that you only you can spend it that was the thing that kind of blew my mind in the last couple of weeks that i learned which was not only could they with the central bank digital currency because they actually manipulate it i always think of it like oh they're gonna not let me spend it on the things I want to spend it on. But it's worse than that. They can make you spend it on other things. And they can make right. it, it have an expiration date where you have to go and spend it. Yeah, I threw that article in there
5: because I saw Chris guy talking about that. The uh, Chinese yuan, the yeah. digital yuan, comes with an expiry date. Spend it or it
4: will vanish.
5: Yeah. Story from last year. So that,
4: that That's wild. So then... Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, not a happy note to end the show on. Do you have any <laughs> words of wisdom for us or any Jockey Lule you'd like to read for us? Well, I I
5: already read that. I would just say the, you know, hold on to real things, even beyond cash. Just, you know, being friends with the farmer is probably more valuable than a bank account at some point at some point in the game it will be
4: so yeah yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting hold on to actual things that aren't connected to the to the internet befriend a farmer and maybe be a farmer there you go yep all right man well thanks for doing the show uh hope everybody out there has a great week and we'll get back to you about our regularly scheduled time sometime next week. Yeah, there'll probably be enough
5: news to to get a show get a show ready by early next week and thanks for your flexibility Tim and people out there for being patient.
4: Thank you very much. All right man, we'll talk to you next week. All right, see. You.
0: A copy of this podcast as well as links to each story covered are available at revelationsradio.news.com. To contact Andrew and Tim or to support Revelations Radio News, please visit revelationsradionews.com and click on the Contact tab or Support tab. Please check out the other podcasts at revelationsradionetwork.com and thank you for your support of this podcast.